Hi there, and welcome to Drunk Distry Presents The Dark Ride. It's a theme parks podcast hiding in a drinking game. Here we will talk about and rate all of your favorite and not-so-favorite rides and attractions. Maybe catch some interesting facts along with our buzz. My name is Ryan Bieber, and I am here, as always, with my co-host, Adrian Hamilton. We are two diehard fans of the House of Mouse, and we started this show because we know that cool people, y'all like this stuff, too. So we're here to normalize all you adulting theme nerds out there in the world and have a few beverages while we're at it. Are you ready to get your showcase showdown on? Epcot's got a showcase full of pavilions, and we're covering them all. we got to find out which one is going to be our grand champion. So come on down, because you're the next listener on The Pavilion is Right. So today, we're going to head to the World Showcase Pavilion that represents the most culturally unique amongst our 11 This is the land of pattern and zest, where spice is abundant and the desert market's oasis are filled with artisans and the sounds of snake charmers and street urchins with their pet monkeys stealing bread for impoverished children of Agrabah. Wait, wrong, wrong city of Disney. Uh, you you got you to gotta get that right. Let's, let's head to the north, northwest tip of Africa and uh, or, you know, maybe the slightly less center of the World Showcase Lagoon to visit the only representation of Islamic culture and the entire continent of Africa and the Middle East in the World Showcase. So it's covering quite a lot of ground. Uh, I guess unless we count that bullshit drum set and the thatch roof souvenir kiosk by Arendelle. Do we count that? I don't, I don't know. I, yes, we do. We count that? Yes. Okay, so the second <laughs> representation of Africa. Shame, 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 Disney. Uh, <laughs> okay, we will visit a place where for many years you could take a picture next to a giant dick-shaped chimney on the side of that funny-looking hat store. Yay! Dicks. <laughs> Dicks. Of course, we can only be talking Moroccan, so let's get some facts and some drinks, and we're going to be right back. Sick and tired of the pouring rain I took the train to Morocco just to kill the pain Oh, it might help a little, it might help a lot I don't know, but it's all I got I don't know, but it's all I got Adrian, are you ready to get totally fizzed up? I'm ready to be talking Moroccan I Talking I Moroccan Kind of like that You know it, you know it these songs were great. Right? Yeah, I didn't know there was a song about going to Morocco. Oh, there's so many. Really? Yeah, just type you gotta it in. Siph- you got to siphon through. Yeah, you got to siphon through. There's so oh. People love talking Moroccan. Oh, I thought it was walking Egyptian. Okay. Yeah, don't walk like an Egyptian. Don't walk like an Egyptian, but talk like a Moroccan. Yeah. It's a lot of rules. So many rules in North Africa. <laughs> <laughs> but not a lot of representation in the World Showcase, apparently. No, no. Well, I mean, I guess we're counting, the, you know, now they're double dipping. We're counting the And they call room. it an outpost, which is kind of also like, yeah. it sounds like it's on the outskirts. Yeah, or the outhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking get out of out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Um, so we made a little blunder. Yeah, we f- we fucked up. <laughs> we were walking around the rug, the world showcase, and then we literally skipped over a pavilion. Kind of. I mean, like for y- for you all at home, for you all, but you, we want to be transparent. Yeah, you didn't you didn't know that we fucked up, <laughs> but we're telling you that we don't know how to walk left. <laughs> so uh, in our hop, skip, and a jump around, it's probably my we, fault. Uh, we we uh, jumped right from uh, right from France, France to Japan. Japan. We were, so we recorded the Japan episode. Yep, and you'll hear that next week. You hear it next week. But when then we but we so we realized that and we quickly were like, let's record this episode. We want to put them out in the right order. Yeah, but just know if you hear us referencing next week's Japan episode, last week's France episode, that's why. Yeah, and when I say like, oh, Japan. Next to France and America, just just be like, oh, Ryan, you idiot. Yeah, yeah, you big dumb dumb idiot. Yeah, you big dumb idiot. 
Um, it probably happened because uh, we drink a lot during the show. Right. Yeah. And then we can't be responsible for No, we should not ourselves. be responsible. We should just be drunk. Blame it on um, our producer. It's your fault. Yeah, Michael. Michael's in the production booth giving us the side eye. Yeah. Thumbs sideways, Michael, because I still had fun doing it. Uh, and it's a good show, and you're going to love it. So It's a great you know, show. It's still worth listening, even though we fucked up. It's a great pavilion. Yeah. I'm and excited. so is this one. So, okay. Yeah, Let- I'm, I'm, pumped to, I'm pumped to talk about this. Uh, I, I don't know. If it, I think it's, like, underrated in some ways, and then, like, over, not overrated, but, like, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it, and we'll, we'll get into it. It's, but It's not rated correctly, is what you're saying. Yeah. The, yeah. We're going to be the raiders of this lost arc. The lost arc. <laughs> Uh, this lost episode. So, uh, you know, as we said that we fucked up last time because we were drunk and this is a drinking show and that, you know, that's, that's why. And so in order to continue, we need to have some bevies, some bevies, a bevy of bevies. Let's start drinking Moroccan. You know it. Talking and drinking. (laughs) I like it. Uh, it's so fucking hot in New York mm. right now. It's uh, it's it's, it's like, like being in Morocco. It's like being in Morocco. <laughs> um, I find myself missing the days where we were doing nothing but talking water parks. Right. Um, so mentally, which, yeah, we mentally were... cooled me down. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we should have saved it for now because it is a scorcher out it's there. Scorcher. Uh, and so to cool down, I have found the perfect Moroccan flair summer drink, and it is a mint Moroccan uh, tea julep. Ryan, this is delightful. Isn't it nice? I honestly like you could have had another career as a bartender because yeah. he'll tell me what these drinks are and I'm gonna be I'm like in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm not drinking that. And then I have it and I'm like, this is absolutely delicious. Yeah, for sure. So uh so what you're gonna need uh to do this is you're gonna have to brew up some mint tea. Uh and, you know, I, I basically just use peppermint. So, you know, use whatever you got. If you have like Moroccan mint tea, it'll be even better than what I made. Um, and then I also added, so I added like four tea bags of, uh, of a mint tea and I added one like uh, tangy fruit tea. So like mine was a, a pomegranate tea. Delicious. Uh, and then I brewed that up along with uh, some lemon and some maple syrup and, uh, and some, some spices. Uh, wow. So like some cinnamon and then uh, I have like, you know, like a, a Middle Eastern spice mix that I just shook a little bit in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I added uh, half a lemon and and then let it steep for, you know, for like five, uh, five or so minutes. Uh, and then I strained that into uh, a like a, a jar with um, with six ounces of rye whiskey and two ounces of uh, of bourbon, and a splash of Dr. McGillicuddy's peppermint schnapps. I know people say this. I do not taste the alcohol in this. Yeah, yeah, it's. I could. I w- if you didn't tell me that, I would just think I was drinking like an iced tea. No, it's a. It's kind of a murderer. Oh boy. Yeah. Because I could just sip this, so I don't taste any alcohol. You heard of Long Island iced tea? Well, this is Moroccan uh, iced tea, North Northwest African <laughs> iced tea. Uh, absolutely it's, delicious. It's good. It's really, it's really tasty. It's super refreshing um, on a hot day. It's exactly what you need. Um, and what are you drinking out of today, Adrian? So I'm drinking out of the old school Walt Disney World mug, the yellow one that I had you drink out of on the Japan episode. Yeah, ne- we're going <laughs> old school on old school because I am once again. Oh yeah, drinking out of my old school Epcot mug. And uh, yours is yellowish. It's. Now it's yellowish. It's getting kind of dirty. Oh. <laughs> uh, it wasn't meant to be. I'm sorry. It's not meant to be. Well, uh, cheers, dude. Great drink. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. But they are kind of the same colors, too. Yeah, well. They're, it's the old school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People loved yellow in the 70s and, and 80s. Yellow and brown were yeah. like. They were so in. And orange. Yeah. You remember like the old school McDonald's bags? The, like the brown, oh, yellow, yeah. and white bags? Yeah. It was thought they we, at the time it was fire. Yeah, the height of design. <laughs> it was good design. <laughs> I miss those bags. I wish, they should bring that back. Like do like a nostalgia month or something. When you see an, a McDonald's that hasn't been like redone yet, you're kind of like, oh, that's like they. I had there was one here in Astoria for a while, and they just put up the sign getting remodeled, and I'm like, so nostalgic. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> just like Epcot. <laughs> Just like Epcot. Totally redesigned. Going on right now. Structure walls everywhere. (laughs) 
Well, I guess uh, we're going to have to stay calm and Epcot on. Um, so before we get into this pavilion, uh, as with this whole damn series, please don't get mad at me for butchering the names of places and shit that I'm talking about. Uh, I have a public school education. I was a bit slow to begin with in that education. So, you know, bear with me. You were held but, back. Several times. <laughs> I'm 67, Adrian. You look great. I know. That's what they tell me. <laughs> Stupidity does skin wonders. Yeah, when you're a big, dumb, dumb idiot, you just don't realize anything. You look great. Yep. Damn straight. Okay. Uh, okay. So let's let's cover the basics. This pavilion is the Moroccan Pavilion. It is located just off the center to the west side of the World Showcase uh, Promenade between uh, Japan situated uh, between Japan and France. Um, and it's uh, the pavilion's about 1.7 acres, uh, including the back area and the promenade out front. So pretty small, um, yeah, like, like sizably smaller than anything that we've covered yet or will cover in <laughs> the soon, soon to be episode. Yeah. Um, I think like nearly half the size of anything we've covered. Do you think that it needed more space? No, I think that they did an incredible, I think they use their space incredibly well. I think it's amazing what they were able to pack into one and a half acres worth of. Yeah. Um, especially if you're including like the promenade out front, you know, like, cause mm. that's like a whole bunch of space that, you know, you don't get to use for anything. Sure. Um, so that promenade out front is the, like that wide pink street that runs the entirety of the World Showcase runs around and like where if you were doing like the Disney Marathon where you would, you know, run around and, you know, all that shit. Why anybody runs at Disney is beyond me. Yeah. Just run from line to line. That's like like the rest of us. Do your marathon yeah. over the course of a day like the rest you, of us. You walk all day long and that's your marathon. Exactly. If you exactly. want to run, run. Um, so this, uh, this promenade features, uh, in, in Morocco, the promenade features a restaurant as well as an ancient or like a, a faux ancient working water wheel that irrigates the gardens of the pavilion, which is pretty cool. And it's, it's actually, you know, functional. Um, and then the not so Moroccan themed yet very convenient friendship boat dock. Yeah. Yeah. That is, uh, have you ever gone on the friendship boats out of Morocco? Uh, I've. No, I've I, landed in Morocco, but I've never, I don't think I've ever taken it out of Morocco going towards. I did it this recent trip went, that I went in February because my feet were so bad that I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going around. Nice. But then it just felt like it took a long time. Yeah. The loading and I'm, I'm like, waiting. Yeah. It's going to save you, you much get, time. Like right now you get a pretty good view of those, uh. Those monstrosities. Those Choco Tacos. Upside down Choco Tacos. Choco Taco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Stargate. Yeah. Choco Tacos and the Stargate. Yeah. I saw someone did a meme where they like made it look like it was like a, a putt-putt course for giants where they were like hitting the golf ball through that center thing. That's adorable. Yeah. Oh, because of, of the golf ball. Yeah. I get it. I know. It took a Takes while. a minute. It's, it's a, a slow burn. Uh, all right. So Morocco was added to the World Showcase in September of 1984. So just shy of two years after the opening of Epcot itself. Um, so it's it's not an opening day attraction, but we'll drink to it anyways. So cheers. To, Ep to Morocco. The show, um, the pavilion features three cities uh, from the North African Kingdom that are represented, and those are Casablanca, or Blanca, I don't know how to say it. Casablanca. Casablanca. Casablanca, Fez, and Marrakesh. Uh, the landscape of the area is dominated by plants of economic importance. I don't know what those plants are, but they sound rich. Sound important. Yep, very important. Uh, and they are a reflection of the integral role of agriculture in the area. I guess that makes sense. Sure. Uh, I guess. Sure. Uh, Morocco and the United States have had this very long relationship dating back to the 1700s, which I had no idea about. Uh, but but scholars do. And Morocco was the first country to recognize the United States as a separate nation. A word. Word. Word up. And Thanks, dudes. If you go to the lobby of the restaurant Marrakesh in the back of the pavilion, which we'll talk about a little bit That later. is one of my favorite words in the whole world, Marrakesh. Oh, I thought restaurant. Well, 
Second yeah. favorite. Yeah. Second favorite. I you. you know, I want to play favorites. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the letters, uh, there are letters in that restaurant, like in the, like, the lobby or whatever, uh, from George Washington and the Moroccan King, like corresponding back and back and forth with one another. Oh. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Um, I don't think that they're originals, guys. So don't try to, you know. Well, that's uh, kind of a bummer. Yeah. Don't try to national treasure this shit. <laughs> Trying national treasure everything. <laughs> I got Nick Cage on speed dial. Uh, all of the traditions, customs, and religious laws were upheld in the making of the pavilion. Uh, this is in part because Morocco is the only country in the world showcase and the only pavilion that is sponsored fully or was sponsored fully by the government and not a corporation. Um, now, this has recently changed. As of this year, Disney has taken on all operations of the pavilion. Um I think that that was uh, partly to do with the pandemic, but uh, we'll s- as of right now, Disney has full operational control over the pavilion. We'll see what happens in the near future um, as things slowly, slowly get back to normal. Um, the new normal. The new, the new new. I like that new new. I don't like the new new. No. I don't like it at all. Um, because Islam prohibits all... Uh, artistic depictions of live objects, uh, Muslim artists have developed a unique style of abstract design. Um, so it, when you're in the pavilion, uh, and in fact, like when you're seeing any and all Islamic art and architecture, um, rather than seeing the depiction of plants, animals, and people um, that we often see in Western art, Islamic de- decoration consists of detailed geometric patterns um, represented in the tile walls, carved plaster, um, in the architecture, uh, and in uh, like Arabic script. So you'll see like many times Islamic art, art is, you know, is like really ornate lettering and script because uh, you can't depict living objects. Okay. Yeah. So that's why like tile work in this pavilion and in the Middle East is, is so spectacular because like that's, that is like the art. It's it's more than decoration. Like functional art. Yeah. It is like functional art. Yeah. And this, uh, this pavilion is chock-a-block full of that shit. Um, the prayer tower at the entrance of the pavilion is a detailed replica of the, uh, fuck. Just do it. Just do it. Pull it, pull it, pull it. Catubia minaret. Hmm, Nailed it. Probably not right. Uh, That's uh, a minaret tower that is part of a mosque in Marrakesh. Uh, And then the the large gate is the a representation of the fuck 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 fuck. Babujulao. That's oh man, we're going to be canceled. All right. Babujalaud. We have a couple more pavilions to go, Rye. This this is the gate that divides the new city and the old city in Fez. Okay. All right, we're going to pass by that. What do you think? Are you ready to drink this pavilion? I'm ready to drink this pavilion. You need a drink. I need several. Oh, man. You did a good job. I you only you only offended half a nation, just just half, huh? Okay, working on it, working on it. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's let's play drink that pee. Answering. Yes. I ain't never been to Morocco, but I probably go after this shit drop though. Young Toby Flacco, harder than a pie If you hear me on it, it's a motherfucking bopo. Got a Spanish bitch and she loves. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever been to the real Morocco? No, my roommate did though. My roommate did right before the pandemic uh, came on. Um, yeah, like the summer before. Yeah, and uh, and I talked to her today, and I was like, "Shit, I can't believe I didn't even think to like be like, hey, do you want to come do this episode with us?'" <laughs> um, but I don't think she's been to uh, to the pavilion in quite some time. So oh, okay, it would have been a. You know, kind of a struggle. She's just been like, no, they got that wrong. Yeah. No, 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 not yeah. again. No, they storybooked that. Nope. Imagineers, what? <laughs> Cheers to the boys, though. Cheers to the Imagineers. Cheers, dudes. Yeah. All right. Mugs up. <laughs> Mugs up. Okay, we're going to drink. Uh, we're going to play Drink That Pavilion. Um, you should play along at home. This is basically a Drink the Difference game where we're going to rake. 
uh, we're going to rank the Epcot Pavilion through a series of rounds and drink the point difference that we give each. Uh, for example, if a category is worth 10 points and you give it a three in that category, you're going to drink seven. That's seven uh, sips, seconds, you know, wh- whatever you want. Just drink that difference. Um, and uh, it's your choice. If you uh, if you don't want to drink booze, don't drink booze. Drink tea, drink water, drink whatever. Just hydrate. Just drink responsibly. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the shittier the pavilion is, the drunker or not drunker you're going to get. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's how this game works. You know, I was thinking about us saying that. Like, is there is there really a shitty... Well, there is, yeah. I, I'm about to eat my words. There's a shitty pavilion. Shittily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh you came up with a cute, a cute name for it. I, yeah, on the spot. That's adorable. On the spot. And on all you Via Napoli the- stands, don't at me. <laughs> um, so, all right, we've got... Uh, I'm just getting the scoreboard ready. Oh. Because I didn't do that Okay, so we're gonna uh we're gonna start off with um we as we always say, we start at the start, and that's the the overall appearance, the theme. The theme. Yeah. So the the beauty, the wow factor. Um, this place is is really, really beautiful. Uh, the King of Morocco himself sent his royal craftsmen to lay all the all the tile work and the, the carvings, the paintings in the pavilion. Uh, you know, no wonder this thing is so damn beautiful. It's uh it's it was like done by like the like the creme de la creme of Moroccan artisans. Smart. Yeah. Um, the ancient historical design of the art and architecture flow from uh, like depictions of ancient in the, the rear of the pavilion to a more modern aesthetic style as you get to the front of the pavilion, which is kind of cool. You're almost like walking through time as you walk back towards the, the restaurant and then walking oh, forward in time as you like use you, you like a approach like the beginning. Yeah. Um, one of the interesting things about this, you know, like a lot of times we talk about like the lighting atmosphere of uh, of the pavilion and uh, when, you know, throughout Illuminations, mm-hmm. there was something interesting and, and that's that like Morocco is a dark spot, you know, like all of the buildings are lit right. up. However, uh, the buildings that have great religious significance like the um, like the tower, yeah, um, the, the minaret that's depicted here um, – you can't light up f- because of like re- religious law and dogma. Oh. So, uh, so during the nighttime fireworks shows uh, on the World Showcase Lagoon, uh, there's there's no lights on the Moroccan pavilion buildings. Okay, that's that. Are, I'm glad to know that. Yeah. So like, there's a reason behind it. It's not just that they couldn't pay the power bill or something. It's like, uh, you know, they're uh, they're doing it to be respectful. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Um, yeah, so this is an incredibly beautiful, uh, beautiful pavilion. And what do you? So we're we're rating this first one out of ten. Or, or it should go over our categories, I guess. We have uh, we have theme, which is worth ten points. Um, we have the entertainment, which is like rides and attractions, live entertainment. That's worth ten points. Then we have like the extra offerings and amenities. That's restaurants, shops, uh, other stuffs. Uh, that is uh, worth 10 points as well. And then we finally have our vibe round, which is like, vibe out. how's that shit feel? Yeah. That's, a, that's worth uh, 20, 20 points. points. Yeah. yeah. So out of the so first 10, 10, what do you think, Adrian? So this pavilion has one of my favorite facts, and it relates to the theme, that it isn't, it wasn't done perfectly like with you know how like disney like if you think of like the Can- the canada pavilion like everything looks very perfect you know the bricks are perfect everything but when they were designing this one they were like that's not the way like nothing in morocco is built perfectly because it's made by hand and it's we so we don't want that and they went they went against disney with that they were like we want it to be authentic we want it to be like imperfect like that's what we think is perfect mm. And I think that's pretty amazing, especially in a place like Disney that strives to make everything like very perfect and yeah. very. Well, I think that 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 leads this place to have like a, it really does have a true sense of authenticity. You know, for like, sure, there were real artisans that were brought here to mm-hmm. do it. It was done under like 
pretty strict guidelines over like what they are and are what they aren't allowed to depict and to and to produce. Uh, you know, they have representations of like like real places that like mm. are done kind of you know to those specifics, um, and and I think that you know like the walls being you know not perfectly plumb and stuff that is what it's like to be in the you know the grand bazaar or right you know in these souks uh, these these marketplaces so. And, yeah. and, you know, like the interweaving and stuff like that. I mean, like, we'll we'll talk about it in a little bit. But, like, this is one of the most unique pavilions, um, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to, like, like the shopping experience. Yeah. And that area, and I have to give it some points in theme because it's so well themed. Like. It feels real. Yeah, it feels real. Um, it's it's like a miniature little, like, like, it's, and it's almost like, it's almost like relaxing, which Anyway, shouldn't be. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be, be really but it, it has like a sort of a chill vibe. Uh, so in terms of theme, I think this is probably where this um, pavilion shines, mm-hmm. in, um, as opposed to the other categories. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it an eight. Okay, I'm coming in one more. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to give it a ten, but uh, I do like me some lighting at night. That this doesn't do what I want it to do. Right, you need. And I know that it's purposefully done and, right. and being respectful but like you know i still want it some lanterns would have been cool i still want it like some lanterns and stuff like that yeah, like that would have been some fire some fire yeah, maybe a dragon fire breathing yeah, dragon. i think you're getting out of hand um wait you're not gonna give it 10 points if it had a fire breathing dragon oh for sure yeah um okay so uh i'm gonna give it a nine you give it an eight so you're drinking for two seconds i have one second yeah. to drink one sip mm. Next up, entertainment. Uh, this is rides, attractions, live entertainment. Uh, Morocco's tough in this category. It's not. It's not great. Um, so I'm going to go over what they do have. Okay. They have more than I thought they had. Um, there's some. There's yeah. So uh, the pavilion has a couple of walk around attractions. Um, the gallery of arts and history is a, a very nice. Uh, gallery display of the science, music, and technology of Morocco, and it's it's usually overlooked. In fact, I had never heard of it before uh, doing research for this. Um, it's behind like some stained glass doors, um, and it's it's very like casual from the outside. You don't really it's it's yeah. super unassuming. Um, it's just there's just a sign that says like, uh, you know. Morocco Gallery of Arts, and then right. the door's always closed, and if you go in there, then you're going to be treated to, like, really nice air conditioning and probably the entire place to yourself. I've, I've been in there. You are usually by yourself. Yeah. Um, it's behind, like, this this very heavy wooden door, um, and there's, like I said, there's, there's beautiful stained glass uh, windows and stuff, which is really nice. Uh, currently, the gallery has a exhibit on the race against the sun, which is an exhibit on the Marathon of Sands or the Sahara Marathon, which is an ultra marathon that takes place over six days and 156 miles of grueling desert conditions. Uh, it's regarded as the toughest foot race on Earth. Um, and that event started in 1986. So two years after the pavilion got there. Um, you know, in Morocco, they started doing this, this crazy event. And right now, if you go there, you can see, uh, you know, all about that event. And, you know, they have like the, the gear that the people wear out there in the middle of the desert to to be able to survive 156 miles and, Mm -hmm. you know, find water and shit like that. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, there's also the Fez house, which is, uh, a, uh, a true scale, like one-to-one scale, um, representation of a typical Moroccan home with beautiful mosaic tiles and carvings and artifacts from daily life there. Uh, you also have uh, Aladdin and Jasmine with a meet and greet at the Lamp of Wonders. Cause we gotta Is this pavilion going to be re-themed to Aladdin and Jasmine? Well, I mean... If it's not being funded by Morocco... If, if Disney's taking over and Chapek has something to say about it, we're going to get some spitting camels somewhere. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, I, I think that if, if Norway can become Arendelle, then Morocco can become Agrabah. So we're going to get spitting cows part due. I hope not. Yeah. I hope not too. I don't want a spinner in the world showcase. Yeah. Spitters and shitters. Um, I don't, yeah, I, 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 might, I, I they, really, I mean, dude, they, they might keep, legitimately move that thing to Epcot. Don't talk that way. 
I'm thinking about it now. They might do it. Well, I hope that they do not. Actually, I don't. I don't care. Yeah, I don't really care don't because then it's like market. something it, for like a child. Don't like, fuck with my marketplace, and we're good. Right. Like, if you want to put it in the back, like out in front of the restaurant or something in that little uh, uh, open area, if it fits back, I don't think it, it fits would be back the there. first time that that Aladdin's magic carpet has like somewhat of a line. That's true. Yeah, I mean, not not if it's people that are waiting to go into that restaurant because it doesn't really get, it doesn't get a line. But, um, anyways, I'm I'm fine with them having a meet and greet here, and if it remains that that's the only thing, then I'd be cool with that. I don't think it needs any more, but we'll see. You know, uh, uh, there's a, there's a way I would plus this pavilion. All right, we should we'll talk about that at, at you know after we're done rating. I think. Okay. Cool. So sure. Table it for now. Okay. All right. Uh, what else we got? We have, uh, if you want to do a deep dive into this pavilion, there's a 45-minute guided free walking tour called the Treasures of Morocco um, that's offered, I think, random times throughout the day. Just ask a cast member, and they'll, they'll point you in the direction of what's what. Does anybody go on that tour? I've never heard of it. I've that. heard that it's excellent. Really? Yeah, but I I've never heard of but it. But I don't know. I had never heard of it before, but like in a couple of the write-ups that I, I read, they, they were like, this is totally worth it. You should definitely do it. Now, I don't know what else you're doing during your Disney day where this is totally worth it. Right, where you're like 45 minutes to walk around the Morocco Pavilion. Yeah, but if you're like... If you're you know, local, though, that's yeah, like... If, if, if I was local, I'd do it. Absolutely. If you're just... Like, you want something to do before dinner, you know, yeah. like you got you got a little bit of time to kill. If you only had 45 minutes to kill and that happened to be starting and you were eating like right there at Spice Table or something... Yeah, grab a, grab a shawarma and head on over. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So that's my real fear is that they're going to like turn this into like the, you know, like the Avengers eat shawarma at <laughs> Morocco. <laughs> that's, that's my biggest fear for this fucking place. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Um, what else I got? They also have a stage right out front um, that I don't I don't know what it's called. Uh, it's where Sahara Beats, which is like the band that plays there sometimes. I don't know. It's it's fine, I guess. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, so. Entertainment. Woo! This pavilion doesn't do well on entertainment, Ryan. You could admit that. You know what's going to be fun um, is drinking a lot right now. (laughs) So I'm going to do like the desert did and sandbag this sucker. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give it a two. Oh, I'm not going to give it that low because uh, I I don't want the people of Morocco to hate me. I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Italy, just you wait and see what you get on this fucking category. Oh, Italy's getting a, a big goose a big egg. Goosey. Yeah. Uh, all right. So um, entertain the people while Cheers. I drink forever. So, um, yeah. So about that Aladdin's magic carpet that's going to be moved over to this pavilion. It's definitely happening. Chapek will move it himself. He will carry it over. Oh, my God. That was a lot of tea. Yeah. That you, I don't think you've ever given a category that low. I don't know if you've ever given a category to. Maybe, not in this game, not in the not in the pavilion game. But have you, but have you ever gone that low, like where you've had to drink like that much? Yeah. Okay. Triceratops spin. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's always. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's my biggest fear. They moved Triceratops spin over to Morocco, and they put like little fezes oh, on top God. of the dinosaur. You know what? It's a plus. It's a plus for that ride. The category would go up. Uh, so we, um, Adrian's talking about a past episode that we did where we did drink that ride of uh, of Triceratops spin in Animal Kingdom, which. You know, this is like an ongoing uh, ranking and category of like all the rides in in all the parks uh, and Universal and like in everything. And so far, it is the lowest scoring ride where it scored a combined total of 12 points, 12 points out of 50 points that an average. Yeah. And you I mean, get someone might have been lower. Yeah, and you get two points for just signing your name. So <laughs> it's like really not doing well. Triceratops gave it two points. Two pointer. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if there's anything that will get lower than 12 points. 
I think we have. I our, hope. I hope not. But I think we have our low low man. I. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. There's some other clunkers that you are can't around. think of anything worse than the spinning dinosaurs. I mean, not off the top of my head, but like, <laughs> I. You know me. I hate the idea that we've covered the best and the worst already. So I know. So you hope. will sandbag I'm, something else. I'm holding out hope that there is that there is still. There's still more negative to come. So he's talking about the that if you don't know that our our top has been for a very long time has been Tower of Terror. Now we haven't we haven't done Splash. No, we did Splash. Yep. Damn. We haven't done Space Mountain. We haven't done there's a lot that we haven't done. We haven't done Rise yeah, of the Rise Resistance. of Resistance. There's, there's there's things that, that Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage we haven't done yet. There's things that are out there. But out there. But we'll see. I, the sand. Anyways, so all right, so uh, that was not a good score, Morocco. No, do better. It was really tough for you. Um, I think that we're going to do much better in this category. Now we're talking about other offerings. This is restaurants, shops, and additional edutainment. Um, you know, I even put like that gallery and stuff like that, that in attractions yeah, where yeah, it really, I, it really I, belongs in, in this I know. Category. I saw what you did. But like I was just trying to give it something. Something. Just something. If you didn't have there, it would have gotten a one. Yeah, it would have been really, really bad. So, um, all right. So uh, let's go shopping. Uh, there are so many options to go shopping at this pavilion. Uh, the stores in this pavilion are spread through a traditional souk or marketplace bazaar. Uh, with winding alleys and connected shops. It's so cool to get lost back there. You really can get lost. Like you're you can. Like, you're like coming around corners. There's always something new to see as you go around the corners. It's really Things fun. Things are shiny and colorful. Yeah, there's an area where like you look up and you're like under like a thatched area yeah. and like it's really cool. It's it's um it's pretty dope. Yeah. It's amazing to think that like all of this fits along with all of the restaurants into like I, I I did like a little math and it's the entirety of this pavilion could fit. It's just slightly larger than the Little Mermaid ride. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It's wild, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's not a big area. Oh, no. They're going to put an Omni mover in there now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you heard him. He said it's the same size. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So stores. Um we have uh, Tangier Trades, which sells jewelry and Moroccan clothing and shoes and mirrors uh, made from camel bones. What the fuck is that? What? <laughs> uh, there's also daggers. Um, you can th- buy a knife in Epcot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. You can also buy... Uh, Can't bring one in, but you can bring one out. So so in this one pavilion, <laughs> you can buy that and, and Moroccan-made moonshine. So you can have yourself a party. Jeez. Go take it over to France, make an enemy or two. <laughs> uh, so uh, we also have the the Brass Bazaar, which has mosaic uh, fountains and brass and silver plates and mirrors to buy. We have uh, Casablanca Carpets, which offers Moroccan-made rugs and lanterns. Uh, and then we have Souk Amareg Maghreb, which sells uh, belly dancing stuff uh, and couscous and cooking utensils and fez hats and rose water. Yeah, in case, oh. your, in case your Disney day wasn't complete, go get some rose water. It's probably cheaper than the regular water. Souk El Maghreb. Uh, so all of the, all of those are like all kind of interconnected within like this this uh, grand bazaar souk in the back. Uh, and then as far as food options, we have uh, the Spice Road Table, which is Mediterranean cuisine. Um, that's like a sit down. It's at the waterfront um, of the pavilion. And then we have Restaurant Marrakesh, which serves a menu of Moroccan and other Arabian dishes for uh, both lunch and dinner. And they've got like lots of chicken and seafood and um, like, uh, you know, Mediterranean spice and uh, and Middle Eastern spice dishes, kebabs, fish, tangine, uh, merguez. Um, there's also uh, shawarma. So if you want shawarma, it's I think you go to the to the um, uh Ta- uh, tangerine cafe okay the tangerine cafe is that where the bar is yes okay i love that bar yeah it's the, the bar the Took bar across uh, the promenade that's that's the uh that's the spice road table and that's a great little restaurant and bar. yeah it's a great restaurant but i love just walking up to the bar like when you're drinking around the world sure you can get really good drinks there yeah 
And people don't know that. Totally. Yeah. I think that people sleep on the food of Morocco a lot. Like this, this pavilion has fantastic restaurants and they almost, uh, they almost never are filled up. Like you can get Mm. a reservation like day of, which is crazy. Um, I have a feeling that, you know, uh, that in the future with, you know, Genie plus Genie's probably going to go a little nepotism and uh, send people over to Agrabah. Oh. Yeah. I think that's definitely going to happen. Like, because there's like a lot of uh, availability and the food's good. But yeah. Anyways, um, what else? Uh, they got public restrooms. Yeah. Big time, big time need of I have restrooms. Use those restrooms. Yeah, totally. So the public restrooms are conveniently located, uh, like next to <laughs> France. Um, you know that pavilion kind of smells, anyways. So uh, this is a plus. You know, all those perfume stores are there for a reason. Wee oui, wee, oui, Pepe Le Pew. I love that you put a restroom under extra offerings. Yeah, well, I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> like not all of the pavilions have them. Like uh, these are like this is yeah. like right on the promenade. Like you know you don't right. have to like go. They use in part and... of their one point eight acres to to put a yeah to put a shitter. <laughs> Keep it classy, right? Oh yeah, that's there's anything about this show is <laughs> that it's classy. Speak uh, for yourself. So, so that's that's what we got uh, for for the other offerings, and I'm giving this thing extra points uh, just for uh, just for being cute. That usually happens to me, yep. so I understand that. <laughs> uh, all right, so Adrian, do you want to go first or second? What do you think? I'll, I'll go first. Okay. I'm, I'm confident. Uh, I will give it an extra offerings. I will give it an eight. All right. That's, I agree. That's what I'm going to. So we can both Drink have two. sips. Okay. So how are we doing at the end of our technical rounds? Cool. So uh, we're doing okay at the end of our technical rounds. I've given it 19. You've given it 20, which is surprising to me. That doesn't make sense. I, I did. I sandbagged. I, didn't I give it an 18? Because I gave it an 8, a 2. No, no, I gave it 4. Yeah, I gave it a 2. Oh, okay. So uh, so we have a, uh, a grand average of 19.5. Tie goes to the ride. Pavilion. So we're at a 20 out of 50. Going into the 20 out of 30. Round. 20 out of 30 going into the vibe round. Yeah. It's not bad. Not bad. They're doing okay. Um, so vibes. Uh, I always love exploring this pavilion. I think Morocco's got some of the best food. Uh, and it's always available, as we as we said, because, you know, people are kind of unadventurous as fuck when they go to Disney. Mm-hmm. If they don't have their chicky, their chicky nuggies or a slice of Florida pizza, then they get all bent out of shape. Mickey Waffle. Can you get a Mickey waffle there? I don't. Well, it's in the World Showcase. So it doesn't open till noon. Then I don't like it. I don't like the vibe. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Snap. If you're, not in the, if you're not Jolly Holiday, she's not into you. <laughs> I don't, no Mickey waffles? I think that everybody should take a chance on this bad man pajama. Take a chance? Take a chance on me. Take a chance. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. Instead of ABBA, it's ABBA. Oh, gross. I think you should go there. You should chill, get lost, get some henna. You can go. You can get henna hit on here. You can go. You can get baklava here. You can get a cup of mint tea. Just just chill out. Watch some people. It's great for people watching. There's all these like little fountains around. You can just like chill. There's a great photo op by the fountains with like a. You know, a, a, a Disney dude, Disney photographer. Like oh, okay. Shots. What are they called? <laughs> Photopass? Yeah, thems. They're there. Um, yeah, you can get your drink on at Spice Road Table. Um, that Spice Road Table has one of the best views of the lagoon for, like, nighttime uh, nighttime yeah. shows. So You can uh, take a friendship boat. Take a friendship boat take right a bathroom there. bake. Yep. Take a... Yep. Take. I will say that they're right next to the bathrooms. There's this little area. It's it's covered. And it has those mosaic outdoor tables. And I always bring food there that I'll get from the festivals. And I'll eat at those, it's like... It's a nice place. Yeah. Yeah. It's And, and like, it's it's not crowded because people don't... No. People sleep people, on it. People sleep on it. Yeah. So... Well, I think it's a similar thing, like, like um the... F- 
like the Japan Pavilion where like it's got this great shopping thing that people don't know about. Mm-hmm. It's like if it's not right out in front and selling like you know Mickey's with fezes on their head, it's like they don't think to go back and explore that. Yeah, and that is something that you will not find here. You know, similar to like we talked to well. We will talk about this next week. Next week. Um, but, like, there's uh, there's no uh, character stuff that's, like, related to the pavilion. Right. Um, exactly. And I think that, that especially with this pavilion, is because of, like, the, you know, the, the, the cultural sensitivity of, like, you sure. know, you can't depict these types of things. You know, right. Even though. Mickey's not from Morocco, so he can't wear a fez. Yeah. Mortimer and, and was. You and you can't draw him because he's living this is a gray area yeah i don't know, I don't know if we're yeah. we're prepared to yeah i don't want to. what is your vibe score right um, so uh i think that i'm a out of 20 points everybody at home i'm a 14 okay yeah i think i'm a 14 it's kind of like a 13 13 14 uh, it's i'm gonna give it a 14 okay um i do like some of the vibe, but I actually agree with what you said earlier. I would like a little bit of lighting. I would like some lanterns and some stuff like that. I feel like I'd hang out there more if the vibe at night was a little bit um, more welcoming, even though I understand the cultural sensitivity. Um, I have used the bathrooms. I have sat at those mosaic tables, but um, apart from doing a quick loop through the stores, I don't spend much time here. Um so I'm going to give it a 12. 12, okay. 12, coming in. Okay, so um, with that said, after all of our scoring is done, we have a, I've come in at a 33, you've come in at a 32 overall. So it's a 32.5, tie goes to the pavilion. It's a 33 out of 50. For a score. Can you tell us, not including Japan, because we haven't done it yet, like where that kind of ranks, you know? Sure. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's not so bad. Uh, you're, you're doing all right there, Morocco. You're uh, one more than Canada, which got a 32. And okay. you are a couple more than the UK, which got a 29. And I don't remember what France a got. A little bit below a France. I think France was in the high 30s. Yeah. I think France got yeah somewhere around like thirty five or something. Yeah. Um, so okay, it's so not too bad. Yeah, I I think that um, I think that that's pretty fair. It may be a little bit high, actually. I don't know that we did the yeah. best job on this one because I feel like maybe that's a little high for the offerings of the pavilion. But there are like like I said, it's like weird though because we didn't rank it um no. high in any category oh well, i guess we we gave theme. it a good theme and and extra offerings i mean it has it has an incredible theme and and that that shopping experience is the best shopping experience in all of epcot like no no far, japan is the best shopping experience in all of epcot J- japan has the the best the the best things to buy right oh you're saying but, like but the, like like the experience of the vibe it, of it like, okay like, all right like as you're walking through this cool little thing it's yeah it's super unique and there's nothing there's nothing like it yeah um definitely a daytime pavilion for sure yeah for sure Here, um can i say how i would plus this pavilion now? i would love to hear it I'm so um i think there should be an extra offering there a paid a paid thing which they have at a lot of things and in, in any parks have paid experiences. I think there should be a like three hour, like paid experience, like a Moroccan bathhouse. Oh, like a hammam. Yeah. And like, it's not as obviously as involved, but it's like, you get like the, you know, the outfit and you go in the, in the pool, but it's like, it's like, it has to be like, um, you have to reserve it. It's like an experience that you, but I think that that if there was like a like a Moroccan bathhouse, that would be dope. I think that that is a fantastic plus and something that they could easily do. They could easily do it. Yep, and uh, I, I think I they got, would. I think they would crush it. I think people would order it. I would. Yeah, absolutely. I I would consider. I would consider going to the hammam in Epcot. Epcot. Yeah, what a cool thing to say you did. Yeah, I uh, I got the opportunity to go to to go to a, a real Turkish hammam mm. in uh, in Istanbul, uh, and it was like kind of a life changing experience. Yeah, it was spectacular. Yeah. Um. You know, I was 
kind of a little reticent, you know, getting rubbed down by a dude with like with a bunch of smelly oils and stuff. But right. uh, I've never felt cleaner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it was it was pretty awesome. And uh, I'm so glad that I did it. And I will absolutely do it again, uh, you know, if, given the opportunities. So. Yeah. I mean, I think they can do like a scaled down version of that. I don't but, even know if you need to do a scaled down version. I think you could do just a legit full scale hammam. I mean, they're not. It's not like it takes that much space, right? But you don't want it. Like you, you probably spent a long time at this one. No, like, no, like three hours, probably okay. less, probably less than three hours. Yeah, I mean, I just think that yeah, there's way, but yeah, I think that would be a really cool thing. That would really like, and it's not IP based. It's like, you know, so that's what I would do. Yeah. I mean, you can make it IP based too, and just have like you know Jasmine and Aladdin rubbing you down. You would like that. <laughs> I would love it if Aladdin was there. <laughs> I wouldn't. You, you know street, how I feel about Aladdin. Street urchin, you. <laughs> My least favorite prince. Uh, okay, I think this uh, this Moroccan tea is gone yeah, to yeah. my head, and therefore I think that it's time for us to say adios. Say. Wrong pavilion. Let's talk in Moroccan. Yeah, we're done talking Moroccan. <laughs> the Dark Ride is presented by Drunk Distory and is available every Wednesday on uh, iTunes and Spotify and wherever you're getting your podcast these days. Uh, the show is free, but you can always pay us by simply liking and subscribing, uh, giving us a five-star rating and a quick review. Those things help us out so, so, so much. Um, uh, and you can also, the, really the best way is that you can help us out is just by telling uh, a fellow Disney Parks loving friend uh, or theme parks loving friend to, to listen in. And uh, if you like us, they'll like us. And if you don't tell them about us, then how are they going to know? You got to tell them, got to tell your buddies. Uh, feel free to hit us up at drunkdistory at gmail.com for comments, shout outs, uh, drink or show ideas. If you just need a a friendly voice and, and shoulder to cry on. I'm, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Uh, also, uh, please follow us on Instagram and on TikTok for tons and tons of great Disney Parks content. Uh, you can get both of those at Drunk Distory. Um, so, yeah, come be our friends. Be our guest to be our friends. Uh And uh, thanks for joining us. Remember to always keep your kingdom cool.